marathon is just about seeing long term, seeing a vision, understanding that nothing really worthwhile happens overnight and just sticking to your script long enough to make something real happen. Laying a brick every day instead of trying to build a brick wall. Just lay a brick every day. Eventually you look up, you're going to have a brick wall. I've never been one of the people that could be comfortable being careless. Some people, I, I noticed the quality that they don't have that, they just don't have the, 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 the I guess, the pressure on themselves. You know, they just have a little bit of a, a, a comfort that I don't have. I don't feel comfortable unless I know I went above and beyond with my preparation. The things that possibly could happen, if I ain't take real steps to prevent those things, I'm not comfortable. I can't walk around, you know, charismatic and happy. Nah, I gotta make sure, you know, we setting up some type of wealth because we might have, we might have a little bag right now, but we know a lot of people had a bag right now and they ended up bad. We got a core business, which is for me music, but then it's about building an enterprise around it. And I think, you know, that's what we see Jay-Z has done. That's what we see um, Puff has done. The music don't become how you pay the bills. It, it's a lot of pressure off of it. You got other things bringing in income. You can make music solely as an artist. You know, I was always a hustler. So mm -hmm. when I talk to a young dude, I'm like, bro, my advice to you is going to be money advice. I don't going to get uh, philosophical. Get right, right. Religious <laughs> yeah. Bro, get you some money. You're going to feel different. Straight you, up. It might, you might even, all that other advice I could have gave you, this is the short version. You know, get you a couple dollars, man. You're going to feel different. It's the morning edition of Cloud Conversations. Today is Monday, August the 16th. It's just after 730 here on the East Coast. Yesterday was the late, great Nipsey Hussle's birthday, so I wanted to start the show out today just paying homage and showing some love. Um, when Nipsey got killed, that one hurt. I ain't going to lie. But today, it's not going to be about that. I just wanted to celebrate a little bit. I wanted to play you a little bit of the man before the music. I'm still going to play some music, but if you get a chance today, go through and stream some of Nipsey's catalog. Cause like he owned the rights to all his music. And so his children will benefit from that. So again, the man was all about legacy. That's how we can continue to keep this marathon moving. Uh, I'm gonna play a song now, man. This song's called Mercy. It's my favorite song by Nick. Stone, 
right. Again, that was uh that was Mercy by Nipsey Hussle. It's one of my favorite Nipsey songs. Rest easy, long live Nip, all that all that great stuff. But I mean, Nip's a legend and you know, legends never die. It's crazy because like I distinctly remember that funeral more than I remember kind of any funeral in my life. And I was watching it and I was conscious and aware of the fact that they got him laying in the in the staple center. Like that's where they put like Michael Jackson and niggas like that. And so I was like, damn. They really brought the world together to the Staples Center to celebrate a crib. And I don't mean that as no slight. Like, to me, that was crazy. Because, like, what I took from that was you can be authentically yourself and still be celebrated, not tolerated. Right? Because the the situation surrounding his his death was was terrible was tragic and nipsey was a known crip everybody knows this and to go out in the way that he went out is not something that's usually i'm trying to figure out how to say this it's like it's not to have a gang member killed by another gang member that's an everyday thing in la right so just imagine just imagine the type of dude that Nip had to be that the world stopped. And the world was like, nah, this is important. This is different. He's different. We know who he is, but he's different. And everybody that you you might look up to or respect echoed the same sentiment. All the way to, you know, President Obama sent words in. Like, you know, like that's a big deal. And as like I was watching it and I was super sad, but at the same time, like I was so happy with what it represented. Like his people went in there and they Nip did it his way. And like when his brother went up to speak, his brother didn't talk about like Nipsey the businessman, Nipsey the this. He talked about like Nipsey my little brother, Nipsey the crib. Nipsey that was putting on for the neighborhood. You know, Nipsey that was all about legacy and making sure we lead this thing better than we we found it. And so, yeah, man, it was just, it was, it, it was dope to see because like you could be you no matter what version that is. But as long as you're being authentically you and your intentions are, 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 are right. You can do the things that you want to do. You don't necessarily have to conform to the way that they want you to do things. And if you do it right and you do it just, they're going to celebrate you. You're going to leave that legacy that you want to leave. And so, yeah, man, I, I don't have a whole lot of words. Like I said, for a reason, I, I let I let Nipsey tell us in his own words at the beginning of this, just because like, man. We lost a good one, but his legacy gonna live forever. So when you when you see it on social media, you see it everywhere. You know the marathon the marathon continues. It do because like I think I think Nipsey's life and and his death made a bunch of people kind of reanalyze the way they're doing things. 
why they doing things and how they going to do things. And to me, that's his legacy. And that's all we really want to do is, you know, legacy. You want you want to leave behind something that's bigger than you. So that even though, you know, your, your, your body may may leave this world, the things that you did won't. Your spirit's still here every day. And that's all you really can. That's all you can really go for. Right. And. It's just crazy to me because. Really, if we talking like truly. Victory Lap was Nip's first album. Like album album, that was his first. And that's the crazy part about it is. I believe in the universe and I believe in words and I believe I believe that people, some people are just tapped into like different frequencies and shit. And I'm not going to say no stupid shit like he knew he was going to die or nothing. None of that. No one plans for stuff like that. But the idea of my man taking his victory lap. Naming the album Victory Lap, working for two years on that album to make it perfection. And then like when you see the his hearse and his casket being driven through Crenshaw and as it turns the corner where his store was at and it's like, damn, yo, Nip's really taking his victory lap. And it's just rap has a funny way of doing stuff like that. Like it, it was the same with um with Big, ready to die and then life after death. I think Life After Death came out like two months after Big was killed. And it's like, man. But if you go through and listen to Ready to Die, it's dark. Like, it's really dark. And it's like, you see it. You see it change a little bit in Life After Death at the beginning of the album. But then it goes back. Man, it's like I said, it is. If you into stuff like that, go back and listen to Life After Death or listen to Ready to Die. Go into life after death and then listen to any of Nip's music and then go listen to Victory Lap start to finish. And it's a, yeah, man, it's a celebration. It's a culmination of work. And I just wanted to do my small part to, you know, say happy birthday. Long live Nip. Um, I'm going to move off of that for for just a little bit. Uh, Today... I woke up and I can't tell if it was uh, the fans that I had blasting in my face last night or if it was the fact that I was outside yesterday because, like, I feel like I got a cold, but it's just, like, allergy shit maybe. I, I don't know. So if my voice sounds a little off, that's the reason. But I was going to come in here and get it in anyways. So yesterday I went to the uh, Colts preseason game against the Panthers. And it's funny because, like, it was the first sporting event that I attended in which I had, like, significant gambling money on. And uh, the first thing I thought was I was kind of concerned that is the fact that I have money on this game going to affect my my experience in stadium, right? Like, and when I say affect, I mean negatively affect because you just never know. And I don't want that because I just love I love sports so much. So I was I was a little nervous going into it. And I was I'm proud to report I was way wrong. It was the opposite. Like it made it so much more intense and great. And it was sixty four thousand in there yesterday. 
And so I felt like when something good happened, 64,000 people was cheering for my money. And when something bad happened, everybody's sad because they know I'm losing money. I know it's not true, but it just felt a little better. Long story short, Colts end up coming back and, you know, the money was safe. But I did find myself during the game. I remember, I think it was last Friday. It might have been like Thursday or something like that. But it was about the uh, the preseason matchups that was taking place. And I was like, I want y'all to think about what it took to get to this point for a lot of these guys that's playing in a preseason because they're playing for their livelihoods, right? And I was like, you know, think about that when you're watching these games and try to be a little more empathetic and look at these people as humans and they made it to the pinnacle and, yeah, it's a lot of pressure. Boy, I threw all that shit out the window yesterday. My money was on the line. They bring in this third-string quarterback. I don't even know what his name is. He dropped the first snap. I looked over. I said, if they don't get him the fuck up out of here right now, you're not even about to make the rust. Like, I instantly turned into exactly what I told y'all not to do. And I didn't feel it at the time, but, like, later last night I was thinking about it. I was like, that's funny as hell. I just told them, don't do that. And, oh, I threw all that shit out the window. But, uh. Yeah, it was good. It was a good experience. Um, I was a little nervous being around a crowd that size just because you know, ain't nobody have a mask on in there, including myself. I'm vaccinated, but uh, yeah, it, it, there was there was points where I felt like maybe I'm being a little irresponsible. And I'm not about to get into a vaccine talk, which I already explained to y'all. You do what you want to do, how you want to feel. But. It was some older people in there that like I was conscious of the fact that they maybe they should be they should be masked up. Right. And it's like. The funny part about it was. The Colts pretty much left it up to the fans like masks are recommended, even if you're vaccinated, but not required. And. We all know what people's going to do. Recommend it. No, I'm not wearing this mask. And so, like, I'm wondering how long it takes for that policy to change. And what's the what's the balance? Because I fully understand it was full capacity because they got to get this money back. That they lost and they're going to want to keep it at full capacity. And I'm just wondering what the conversations in the offices are going to be today. Hey. It was our first preseason game and we sold 64,000 tickets. They ready, right? We going to sell out every regular season home game this year. Who's the person that raises their hand and says, but we need people masked up so we can continue to justify doing this because the numbers are going crazy again. And not that we particularly give a shit about their lives. We give a shit about their bodies because we need to be able to put them bodies in this stadium. And so I, I began to think like. Even if not from the humanity standpoint, from a business standpoint, fam, we got to get these masks on these people. We got to get these people to mask up just so we can continue to get this money. And then I took it from that stadium 
mindset too. That's everywhere. Like we're going to have to start masking up so they don't shut shit down again. Cause playing with people's money the first time was wild. We figured it out. We got through it. Everybody, most people did like for the ones that didn't and people still in holes and shit. I feel for you. But what you think going to happen if you hit it for a second time? It's not going to man. This the second time is going to be worse than the first time. Right now, I think we're in a unique position that we can kind of put a halt to this. Make a business decision, bro. And the business decision is mask up. People around us are catching COVID. Now, hopefully you're all vaccinated and like it's just a minor sickness and it's not you're on your deathbed. But still, if enough of us get it, even if we're not dying, they'll shut this shit down. So as a business decision, let's just kind of do our parts. You don't want to get vaccinated. Completely okay with that. That's fine. I disagree, and I really think you should probably look at the data and the science. But if you don't want to, you don't want to. Cool. Take some other steps to protect your family and protect your chicken, your money. Protect your money. Because COVID's going to cost you money. So if nothing else, make the business decision and try to do the right thing. And not just with COVID. We should probably start doing that like life wise. Protect your money, protect your family, protect your sanity, protect your health. And if anything goes against that, that should be an easy decision. Just make a business decision. It's cloud conversations. This was the morning edition. Like I said, rest in peace to Nipsey Hustle. Uh, thank you for everything that you left us. You're a legend. You'll live forever. If you're on Instagram, please follow us. Cloud Conversations Pod. I'm going to start to post like some content, content over there, maybe. But I just don't. I'm not good at that shit yet. But it's going to get better at Cloud Conversations Pod. You can also follow me on Instagram at just a kid from KY. Um, that's all I got for you today. Happy Monday. I did a lot in this life, so if I don't survive